Hey, welcome to the first episode of Reality Redemption. I'm MJ, and we got Snow. Hi, Snow. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, we meant to make this first episode a couple weeks ago at the Black Lives Matter protest here in Kingman, but um, it was windy. It didn't come out. I've Sorry about for the people that I interviewed down there. and um, We'd love to have them on the show. Yes, especially the two girls that organized it. Yeah, they were They were lovely. Um, yeah, what, 18 years old? And they were just adorable. And they were passionate. And that's what the future of uh, the United States is going to be. And it's refreshing here in Kingman, especially. But it was more of we got wrapped up in the moment and the experience of it, which was a great experience. Um, everybody was kind. There was only a couple jerks there. Um, did you hear about the guy that drove by two days earlier with the fake gun, the airsoft gun? Oh, yeah, he got arrested. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> got several charges of assault yeah at first it was only going to be i think one charge but then they were like no let's do this for multiple people that were there i'm like even better i think there ended up being five or six charges um the other thing is we want to uh it's also about time right (laughs) about time yeah um anyway um this is for, you know, George Floyd, um, Michael Weiser. Um, Michael Weiser, I didn't know him well, but he was very prominent. And he passed away shortly before the protests. And um, I know that I've voted for both him and his wife several times. Right. And I think she's running for uh, school, school she, board. She usually does run for school board. So I will be voting for her again. Yeah. Yay. Another Yay. name I don't have to write in for a position. I know it's it's so hard to. Um, so I'll be doing a lot of that this time. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what it is about this town and um, some of our county officials and city officials who um, can't make a stand on this issue and they can't really. And and number two, do they? even want liberal votes do they even care do they have anything and you know it says i hate that it even comes to that because it really doesn't it's like i'm i don't have a problem with republicans per se but can you tell me can you guys give me good reasons on why i should vote for you maybe you should try to convince me yeah yeah just because you're the only people on the ballot doesn't necessarily mean yeah, you deserve our vote. I, I, I don't know. Um, and I, 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 I can understand their position of, especially around here, that they don't want to piss off. Then tell the, me privately. Tell me, you know what? You are more than welcome to tell me privately. There are a lot of people running for a lot of positions this time. And I would personally like to know what sets them apart from the other ones, like why they deserve left people's votes because we are still here and maybe that would push you over the edge just saying 
right, right. Like, um, like, <laughs> maybe that'll like, like, give you the victory. Like this week's controversy was um, somebody made a proposal to fly a BLM flag at the park to counteract. Um, there's a store not far from this park that sells Confederate flags openly. Um, you know, and I get it. You don't want to step on anybody's First Amendment rights. Yeah, you have the right to do it, but what kind of image are you trying to portray as you're entering the city? You know, sure, sell them, but. And also, okay, yes, this is America. You have the right to be. Shoot, you have the right to be racist if you want, but I have no problem with people. Keeping them on their cars, okay, that, that's a warning sign to me to stay away from you, whatever. The problem that I have with the mayor's response, and I hate to just pick on her because there's several people, and the problem that I have with some of the supervisors' response is, well, we're not going to step on the constitutional rights. Okay, I get that, but do you think that you could maybe explain the flag a little bit. I mean, and I get it. It's not your job to educate people either, but you're in a position of leadership. Could you at least explain that the flag is like seen as hateful by some people? Could you at least say that? Because it's almost like you just want to, you know that you want to get reelected. You know that you live in a conservative town. So you're not even going to say anything. But by your response, I can also tell that you know that it's wrong too. So... That's my problem. Right. And, you know, and another point is um, there was another person running for city council that was, their signs were being taken down because they mistakenly thought that this person was involved in organizing the protest. Even uh, if they were, there's no reason for taking down anyone's yeah. sign. Anybody's signs, you know. Even, I, even I hate to say it, Trump signs, they should be allowed to be up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even I, though I don't like them. <laughs> what? I'm not going to take know. them down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard somebody was going around one of the grocery stores and putting F Trump stickers on people that had pro Trump stickers, and that's wrong too. I mean, yeah, that, well, that constitutes as like vandalism, yeah, doesn't it? You yeah. don't really have the right to touch other people's property. Um, so, you know, these protests are still going on. You know, what's it, 20 some odd days later? And Yay, it's, good. It's, it's a movement, and no, I don't agree with the rioters, destruction of property and all that, but people are fed up. But we also have to include that a lot of the rioting is being done by the anti-protesters. Right. Did you see the guy in... Um... I'm not saying all of it. Let, let's just clarify. I'm not saying that there aren't opportunists out there who are looking for free stuff because I don't want to make false claims. But a lot of the stuff is anti-protesters drumming up stuff to make protesters look bad and blaming it on Antifa, who I don't even know that Antifa really exists all that much yeah. anymore. Well, I mean, there was busloads of them coming into Walmart from what I heard. <laughs> yeah, coming to Kingman, Arizona. Yeah. Like, let's just think about this, 
this crazy statement for a second, folks. Busloads of Antifa coming into, of all places, Kingman, Arizona. When there are protests going on worldwide, let me say that again, worldwide of Black Lives Matter protests. Okay, why would they focus on going to Kingman? Uh, because, <laughs> because of Saka Bear Cone. <laughs> hey, yeah, they, no. Well, if they, if, they, no. if they wanted to figure out where they were hotbed, because apparently even Hollywood knows where the hotbed is. You right. know. Ex- yeah, I guess so. But they would, wouldn't they waste, wouldn't they focus on bigger areas? That's yeah. I mean, what are you going to loot? Confederate flags? <laughs> I, mean, I know. What you're going to get? Are you going to go um, harass the the um, Confederate flag seller on the corner of like yeah. <laughs> Bill Street and what is it, First Street? Yeah, I mean, like, you, what are you going to go harass yeah. him? Would you, would you rather Would you rather loot a Nike store than an antique store? Right. Like, so. Um, yeah, well, you, even last night, uh, there was somebody that was posting, hey, do you know any militia groups in town that can help assist with the police in case the trouble starts? And, yeah, they were, it was everybody like, yeah, mount up, regulators. Yeah, we got a busload of them coming into Walmart. Last night. I just can't. <laughs> like, I, I just can't. God, Facebook is just evil. Evil. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg is a devil. <laughs> Zuckerberg, yeah. Um, you know, but at least this movement has is is bringing out change. Even NASCAR, NASCAR of all sports, the most rednecky of all sports. Yeah, I mean, that highly conservative. Um, if if you I've been to a NASCAR race, you'll see just as many MAGA hats as Jimmy Johnson hats. As Confederate flags, as, which well, now well, not proudly they're not allowed to fly them there. Yeah. So Woo, go NASCAR. So that started with Bubba Wallace, um, African American race car driver, the only one drives for Richard Petty, the forty-three, and he had a Black Lives Matter race car, um, and so he really brought the attention of it and got and isn't his i'm sorry to interrupt but isn't his symbol basically a symbol of unity like he has the yeah two hands so it's like it's not that's what i don't understand about people it's more about how like we're in this together guys like i don't understand why more people can't get on board with this yeah i mean just because Black lives matter. It doesn't mean all lives mat don't matter. Of course, all lives matter. That's that's another point I wanted to make. When people say Black lives matter, they're not saying all other lives don't matter. But that's what these people are thinking. And then, furthermore, if you're gonna sit there and be like an all lives matter person, then aren't you admitting that Black lives matter? So why can't you just say Black lives matter? I don't I don't understand it. Maybe yeah. it's different did, ways of thinking, but I don't understand that mentality. Did you see the congressman trying to get the Republican panel just to say, look, all I want you to say is Black Lives Matter, yes. and none of them would do it. Yes, they, like, refused. 
And then you know what they should have? They should have brought up their um, go-to guy. Their go-to guy that they remember when Mitch McConnell was like, "Well, we're gonna ask so and so about this." I forget. I forget the guy's name. He's like the only Republican black senator. Oh yeah, the guy from um, he's from is he's it, from South is it Carolina. Tim Scott. Yeah, I think so. I don't want to. I hate to get names wrong, but and I probably should have researched this beforehand. Yeah. Hey, you know. We have microphones in front of us, so whatever we say is the truth. <laughs> yeah, Go oh my gosh. challenges. Heads up, I, w- I am right. It is Tim, Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Not to toot my own horn, oh, but although, anyways, although, they, they were sitting there saying, we're going we're gonna to basically ask him about his opinions on this. Like, that's their one person to go to. Then why can't you just admit that Black Lives Matter? I mean, you kind of did. They matter a whole lot when you are looking to that one person to reconfirm everything that you've said, right? It, am I thinking that wrong? No, um, it's just ridiculous. The state of the country is just ridiculous. So NASCAR, you know... Um, Bubble Wallace got a lot of heat for the Black Lives Matter car. And um, then the next day, Bubba Wallace came out and made a statement about the Confederate flag and how he would like to see maybe it go away. And um, I think it was a day later that um, NASCAR banned um, Confederate flags on racetrack properties. And the rednecks just lost their minds. But then... It didn't even stop there with NASCAR. Let's tell them about what they did for Pride. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if, if your redneck's life got any worse, you know, they're like, God damn it. First, it was Black Lives Matter. NASCAR's done lost their damn minds. <laughs> First, it's a black guy driving. Then he drives a Black Lives Matter car. Then they take away the Confederate flag. What's next? What's next? You fly pride flags. You fly pride flags at the races. And what does NASCAR do the next day? They change their logo to the rainbow logo. Go NASCAR. Go NASCAR. I never watched NASCAR again. I uh, posted something pro Bubba Wallace, and I have never gotten such so, so many hate messages. We should read some of those. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that another show. Um, we'll get more prepared to actually write this stuff down. We're just um, freewheeling it here. But, you know, so, yeah, happy Pride Month, everybody. Inclusion. Happy Pride Month. Look, all love matters, not just gay love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't come up with that. <laughs> When do we get a heterosexual month coming? <laughs> what is the other? I like the other one. I, I like the other um, comparison to where people will go. The fact that you guys will sit there and just say the all lives immediately out of the gate rather than just admitting that is like the equivalency of, of going to somebody who's telling you that they have breast cancer and then you say all cancers matter like you wouldn't say that to somebody yeah you, <laughs> i know right like do you 
even the words coming out of my mouth and then like me talking about other people, I'm like, how do you guys not hear how ridiculous you sound? How do you not, how do you, if you say something, because we all say stupid things. But what about my condition? What about my condition? I can't wear a mask, okay? What about my condition? Yeah. Well, on that, then try a ventilator. Maybe that one's more comfortable for you. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you, you can you can fit them all in, you know, like to a T. You know, hey, how do you feel about wearing a mask? You wear one? Ah, lived hard. <laughs> you don't, you know, you don't wear one. You take away my rights. Um, it's just ridiculous how divided we are on everything. Absolutely everything. So back to the BLM and the Confederate flag issue, and I don't know why the Confederate flag is such a big deal in Arizona. I saw one guy, he was writing, well, that's because during the Civil War, Arizona fell south of the Mason-Dixon line, so they were in the Confederacy. Whoa, boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't. I want, cannot. You want to that one, buddy? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I would have said to him. I would have said, you know, could you please Google search that and then type the response into the comments? Because I'd actually be interested in seeing what you come up with there. But Well, well that's because Google is a liberal conspiracy to keep the facts away from conservatives. Just, just like yeah. Snopes is run by liberals and yeah, Politifact is run by left wing idiots. It's like, do they know that like Snopes has actually disproved some of the memes made by the left too? So to sit there and just, I think they just come up with this thing where like. If they don't like the information that they're told, then it's a liberal hoax. Because, or it's the, um, I posted this the other day um, from one of my favorite shows, Adam Ruins Everything, and they're talking about the, the backfire effect. And it's a, it's a psychological term. Like, if you tell people stuff, if you even load it with facts, their views and beliefs are so strong that they're going to fight you no matter what. So no facts are even going to matter to them. They're just going to fight you on it because they don't want to be told that they're wrong. Yeah, you're going to see what you <laughs> want to see. You're going to believe what you want to believe. So there's no winning yeah, with they, them. Uh, well, there's... There's no facts. I, I mean, yeah, we all have the rights to our opinions, but facts are right. facts. And especially if, you're, if your news source is just, you know, posting memes. Memes, I, I think, are so stupid because we could, we could make a meme about anything. Right. I, I mean, I literally have meme-matic or whatever on my phone, so I can make silly memes because memes are still fun. I mean, who doesn't love a great meme? But also... If I put anything out there or anyone else, I figure that it's fair game to dispute it with facts. I would like to be corrected. If I'm saying things wrong, I would like for people to correct me. I would like to know the facts. 
Right, and when you um, you can go on, and I don't like to comment on too many people's posts because it's the right to post whatever you want and feel free. And I'll, right. e- I'll either just scroll past, or if you get too obnoxious, I'll just either um, snooze you or, or delete you. Or delete if you. If, if you're, you're really using bad. like racial slurs, in that's the one where if I catch you using like racial slurs. I'm done. I'm not even putting up with a person like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times around this town that I've heard people saying the racial slurs, but I will see those same exact same people on local pages going, "How dare you call me racist?" Like I thought you're like, um, I'm sorry. I thought that you were a proud racist <laughs> by what the terms you use. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I, I feel more comfortable putting it on, on so, social media than actually saying you're it. You're like, so let me get this straight. You want to be able to use the N-word, and you know that you shouldn't, but you also don't want to be called a racist. I ca- How does that work? I, I called somebody else else out, and it was on, on a post, and they were, it was like one of these all lives matter things, and I didn't dispute that with them. I was just like... All right, yeah, okay, we can agree to disagree, but can we agree that using the N-word is inappropriate any time? And their response was, well, it's just a word. Okay. Like, people like that, I'm like, have you ever looked up the word? Do you know any history of the word? Like, you know, maybe I should share my story right now of when I was... I was 13 years old. My family, um, my relatives had came out from Louisiana. They, as they did like many summers, they'd come out and visit because grandma, grandma lived with us in Arizona. And so one year, the year I was 13, we drove back. We all drove back to Louisiana with them like a road trip, stopped in Houston because they have Astroworld and Waterworld. Amazing place, like Six Flags in Texas. So one of the days we went to we went to Astro World. We were standing in line to go on a roller coaster. So these two younger teenage black girls, and you could tell that they were sisters because the way that they were arguing with each other. And then they were there with their brother. And um so they started arguing back and forth, like being sassy, and they were loud, yeah. No one else even cared that it was going on, except for this one white girl. And she was there like, I would, if I had to guess their age, I would say that they were like, maybe like in their 20s, right? Early 20s. And they, her and her boyfriend, they were like metalheads, you know, like long feathered stoner type people not like stoner stoners now like not like skater stoners but (laughs) you know what i mean like they were wearing like guns and roses shirts which by the way they should really check themselves because axel rose pretty woke always has been so i'm like i don't know why this came out of this woman's mouth anyways let's get to the point though um well axel did use it in a song once what what was he meaning it uh, he just—it was police and N words. Get out of my way! Oh. I don't know what the, I don't know what the point of the song was. It was on their their acoustic EP. 
They get oh. they and this was back in the eighties, and he got quite a bit of heat for that. Oh, maybe he. I always thought that he was okay because Slash is no, no, no. He was just trying to be controversial. Axel, uh, Axel, Axel is kind of a really progressive guy. Right. I mean, he is now. If you read any of his tweets now, but okay. Well, see. Hey, you're teaching me something that I didn't know about him. But um, or hey, maybe he learned that. We've had several artists in the past who have learned, like Leonard Skinnerd. That's like a fan favorite. They talked crap about the Confederate flag later. And so and so did Tom Petty. Tom Petty said, I had no idea that this was so hateful and hurtful to folks and quit using it. Right. And um, so they got past it. But yeah, no, I want to. Dukes of Hazard kind of used it. Yeah. Harmlessly. But, so I want to get back to the story, though, because it's kind of like what people don't understand about the n-word white people don't understand about it so we're standing in line and um so the white lady says to says out loud like she goes i don't understand why these n-words and she said the word have to sit here and yell and scream and call all this attention to them so their brother came over and punched her in the face. Just once. Punched her in the face. I'm not saying that it was right. Okay. I'm not saying that. But, but if you're going to say Punched her in the it. face. And she got knocked out. And she was laying on the ground. And then, and then so security had came over. And, um, you know, arrested him. Put him in handcuffs. He didn't, he didn't even go after the boyfriend or anything. So I was standing up like on the rail. You know how you go through the thing kind of like cattle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go through the metal bars. So I'm standing up on the thing and I go, but but she and my parents like, they're like, get your ass down. <laughs> they don't need to hear from you. And I was like, but this is so wrong. And the reason that I felt and knew that it was wrong was like I was being bullied in school at the same time that this was going on. Like, I mean, I had braces and glasses at the time and i knew that what she did was hurtful and it wasn't and and i and even like i didn't know let's just say i didn't know the complete power of that word either but i knew that it was wrong i mean i had i had seen mississippi burning like you know that it's wrong and i and i knew that it hurt them that it like it was her trying to put them in their place. So I I felt more sorry for them than I did for her at that moment. And I was like, but this but the point of my story is that's what happens when you want to try to say that word. Don't expect to yeah, not get punched is, in the face. Yeah, I mean there's consequences to it. I mean Why you, do you need to use the word? That's should, my no, thing. It's no, like I why sh shouldn't no, why would why do some of these people even want to use the word? Why? Like white people, uh, like why? It, it, why it, do it's, you want to use the it, word? It, like it, they're sitting. A, I've seen several posts lately of why can't I use the word too? Why do you want to? Yeah. Why? You know, I knew at a young age. You know, and I, I think it's just upbringing. Um, you're kind of like you're kind of like you don't even want to use the words like your 
and there properly. Why do you want to use this yeah. word? You can't even use those other... You can't even use simple words properly. Well, this is why... You don't need to use this word. Yeah. Well, this is why getting back to Arizona, we're like 48th in the education, you know, and it shows. Okay. Um, so I knew, you know, very young that growing up, even my grandparents, that we would drive around and... Um, they would see something gone, and my grandparents would go, "Oh, those people," and I'd be like, "Oh, oh no!" My grandparents just said, "Those people. That's terrible." <laughs> um. So, I guess getting back to the Confederate flag, um, you know, there's such in, in the Confederate flag. I think you know more about this than I do. It, it's not really the Confederate flag. It's been mutated several right. times. There, there. Uh, so there's a saying that a lot of white folks like to use that says, um, "If you think this flag is racist, you need a history lesson." And I had heard that several times, and I'm like, I thought about it, and I go. You know what? They're probably right. They're probably right. Um, history was my f- most favorite class to ditch and go smoke weed in high school. So um, I took them up on the offer. And a lot of them did not like what I what I learned about it. And, and so then I, I returned the favor and I like to say, if you don't think this flag is racist... You need a history lesson. But it's about heritage. Okay, heritage if heritage is if your heritage, if your heritage is, is owning is people, <laughs> if it's owning people, that's not something to really be proud of. Right, I'm just right. saying. You know, and we'll go back to the the Civil War and um what was the Civil War fought about? And well, it was fought about states' rights. Okay, states' rights to do what? Or I've also heard this one. I've heard, um, well, they were, the South was protesting the taxes that were imposed on them. I'm like, okay, well, let me look into that further. So I looked into that further. And yes, they were going to be taxed for not releasing their slaves, freeing their slaves. So it was a tax on you for keeping your slaves. How, how, does, how do those things not click to people? Yeah, and they like to claim themselves as the party of Lincoln now, you know, which makes no sense at all because, you know, they're supporting the group that went against the country. Okay, and the parties were different back then. You can't keep telling these people that, right? I Because I've thought about this well, a yeah, lot Yeah, lately. well, the, the Democrats were started the KKK. Right. I thought about this a lot lately, though. So then why are these same do-gooders who are always in the party of we're the right ones, why aren't they standing up now when we have racial issues? Why aren't they saying, no, we're not going to go for a border wall? No, we're not going to. We don't want you putting um, children in cages. Why aren't they doing that now? Why aren't you standing up and saying, this is not what our party stands for. This is not what our party has ever stood for. We are the party that freed the slaves. Why aren't they doing that? Why aren't they doing that? 
Well, I'm sorry, my passion's going with it. <laughs> We're overmodulating. Why, why? But why aren't we hearing the outrage from these folks who are sitting there and saying, "Our party's the good party. Our party freed the slaves." Then, then what happened to you now? What happened to you now? Then. Because well, I'm sick of hearing that from them. It's because all lives matter, okay? <laughs> then if you can say all lives matter, why can't you just say black lives matter? Oh. Here's my thing with the all lives matter folks, okay? Think about this for a second. All lives won't matter until black lives matter. Because they're, the par- they're part of... All lives, folks. So once we can admit that black lives matter, then we're having all lives right. matter. What was the name of the guy in uh, Minnesota? He was a legal gun owner. Philando Castile. Yeah. And why? Okay. I know this why one. Did not, why did the NRA not step up on that one? Right. I know this. I know a lot about this case because um, I am a Teamster, Local 104. Um, He was also a teamster. He worked for the school district there. And the kids there used to call him Mr. Rogers with dreadlocks. The kids loved him. Okay. Um, The teamsters wrote a very nice piece about him after the horrific incident that happened with him. Philando Castile... Yes, was a an American, a black American trying to exercise his Second Amendment rights. Right, and he got said, pull, he got pulled over for a tail light. A tail light being out. How many people get? How many how many white people are getting pulled over for a tail light being out? Right. I've never been pulled over for a tail light being out. Now the other part of this story is his wife was in the car, and his she girlfriend. was his girlfriend. Okay. And, and her daughter. And her daughter. And she was filming this with her cell phone. So this right. is this is all on camera. And here's an important factor too that I would that I have always wanted to discuss about Philando Castile's case and the difference the the whole white privilege thing, the difference between being white and being black. Um Philando Castile was not the one driving the vehicle. Okay. His girlfriend was driving the vehicle. He was the passenger. So here's here's another story of what happened. I was a teenager. I was I was a new driver, a bad driver. Um <laughs> I was driving my dad my dad was all pissed off one time and told me to go pick up my sister from one of our friends' house. I was friends with her older sister Mandy, and my sister was friends with Chrissy. And um so I had to go over there to pick her up from Mandy's house and no one had answered the door and I was already irritated and Colleen had went with me. Colleen was driving, riding in the passenger seat of my vehicle. On the way back, I ran a red light, ran a red light. Okay. Who was sitting waiting to turn at the intersection? A police officer. Right when I blew through the ran light, the red light, because I was upset and driving, I shouldn't have been. I kind of did one of those things where I pulled over and pulled over because I knew I was getting pulled over. Okay, 
or like I just ran yeah, and I told that Colleen before. that I go I just ran a red light and there was a cop at that intersection trying to turn uh, you just you just give up you just right so of course I was right he came pulled behind the car and I did the stupid thing this is one of the first times I had ever been pulled over I pulled over and I had opened the car door and I was getting ready to get out and so he says on the speakerphone he's like ma'am get back in your car and so got back in my car and I was like upset crying he comes up to the to my window and he's like um do you know why I pulled you over and I'm like yeah I just ran a red light in front of you <laughs> so, officer you pulled me over I gave up <laughs> right and so um he's like he explained to me why he told me to get back in the vehicle because he had seen that I was a child still. And he's like, you can't be getting out of the car like that. You know, it, we take it as a as a threat. OK, um, so then he he asks me why I did that. You know, and I explained to him, you know, my dad made me go over and get and my sister wasn't there. No one would answer the door. That's why she's not in the car, blah, blah, blah. So he gave me a ticket for running the red light, which I expected, you know, told me I could go to traffic school. The one thing that I will say, he never, never asked for any information from my passenger. Nothing like that. That's what people don't understand. Like the white privilege. We were both white girls. They didn't even ask. Like, I don't understand why Philando... Castile had gotten questioned in the first place for right. anything and when he was a passenger. He didn't do anything. And, and he was trying to do the right thing. And he said, officer, I I have a gun on me. I am... A legal gun over right. owner. I have my paperwork to own a gun. And where was the NRA to stand up for this proud legal gun owner? Silent. Like, you, you'd think they would be outraged. Silent be because of the color of his skin. Yeah, because... Because if he was white, oh my God, they they would have paid. Well, you can't pay for the person's attorney when you're dead, but you know, where was the lawsuit? Where was the lawsuit against this police department? I wonder what. I'm sure to that. that they did. So the court, the, so the case had gone to court, and right. I will, and I did actually commend when this had happened. They did fire the officer. They fired the officer that did that. But so then it goes to court and they find they find him not guilty. So he was never prosecuted. Now, I'm, I, I believe that the family did go after because even though you get found not even though the person gets found not guilty, you can go after for damages. Kind of like like the the O.J. Simpson trials, you know, like yeah. they still could seek damages because that was still the reason why the family members were dead. So the police department was still the cause of Philando Castile being killed. They're still allowed to go after for damages. Which is what, honestly, that's becoming more and more what has to happen. Like you have to, you have to hit cities and businesses and whatever and folks in the pocketbook in order for people to learn and it's right. so yeah, that's, sad that that's, that's what it takes that's the only way i mean um yeah i mean everybody has the right to say whatever they want you know sell whatever flags you want but you have to look at the economic factor of how that could hurt you 
there's, you know? Yeah, there's responsibilities. Because I, I know personally, if if I see certain stuff on Facebook and I know who what businesses they work for, I'll just choose not to do business with them. And I won't say anything about it. And I'm, I'm just silently. Exactly. Like, I'm not... I'm like, I, I always just look at it. I'm like, oh, apparently my liberal dollars aren't good there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to have to say it like that, but I need to do something to make it lighthearted and funny. So <laughs> I know nothing's been funny over the last how many weeks? Oh, I, I kind of have a funny March. then. Since we're, always, since we're also still kind of on the subject of the Confederate flag... Here's another great argument that is always brought up by folks. It is completely ridiculous, but why they want to keep that glorious Confederate flag is the argument of the Dukes of Hazards. Okay. Hey, hey. The, Careful. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I understand why I don't agree with, but I understand why the Confederate flag is on top of the General Lee car because the the quote-unquote Confederate flag is not technically, and this is more of the history of the Confederate flag when I looked it up to learn more about it, it's right. not technically the Confederate flag. It is the Confederate battle flag. The Confederate battle flag was rejected by the Confederate Army as being their flag. They did not like the flag. The only one that liked the flag was General Lee, so he picked it up later to be the Confederate battle flag. Okay, let's get that straight so everyone knows. So, okay, so I understand why it's on the top of the car. What I don't understand about the car, why is the number one on the side of the car? Shouldn't it be number two? Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying it's uh, like or, or you lost and then and more importantly um why is there not a General Grant car with the United oh. States flag oh. on the top and a number 1 oh. on the oh. side? Oh, I'm not though. I I grew up in Vermont and during the time when the show was popular and at the time no one really thought about the flag being on top of the car, you know. But we did. We had a, somebody that had a red 69 Charger. And they called it the General Grant, and it did have an American flag on the roof. I would like to hug that person, <laughs> whoever that person is. That is amazing. Yeah. That is truth right there, folks. Did wait, I'm sorry, did well, you Vermont say he had did you say he had a number one on the side? Well, it was it was all one. It, it was painted identically to the General Lee, but it was red instead and it had American flag okay. on the roof. See, and they should they should have changed they should have had the General Lee as the number two. I'm sorry. Yeah. Although <laughs> when they remade the Dukes of Hazard as kind of a goof movie, I think in the nineties, um they brought the General Lee to Atlanta and there was some protest going on and the General Lee was rolling through the protests and just the looks that the car was getting. And it was just a subtle such a subtle hint uh, yeah that was wrong looking back at it right hey do you remember when the um there's a golfer professional golfer who bought the original general lee and he was like yeah but i am getting Bubba it watson huh his name was bubba watson 
Right. Okay. I thought it was another Bubba. Yeah. So he, and I thought it was similar to the NASCAR guy's name. He, he was like, I'm buying the General Lee and I'm repainting the top of it to be the American flag because that is our only flag. And I was like, heck yeah. So I was talking, it was popular during the time, especially here in Kingman. Bubba Watson so, from Arizona. No, for, by the way, he lives oh. in Phoenix. I didn't know that. So anyway, so the guys at work were like, he just destroyed that car. He just destroyed the value of that car by doing that. And it's like, so what? It is a statement saying, basically saying that this is not right. And if some of these people who are claiming that, you know, it's about heritage and whatnot, then why aren't you listening to what General Lee himself actually thought about displaying the flag and the statues post-Civil War. He was against it. He was against it. He was against the statues of him and other Confederate generals. But how are you going to learn about history if you don't have a statue for it? Oh, I, I don't know. There, there are these things that you can crack open, and they're full of pages and words. They're called books. H- have you seen the literacy on the people on Facebook? Have, I know. Have, have I guess. Used, yeah, that would be okay, a little bit too much. But, okay, if we're talking about statues, I have a point on that. Um, aren't Confederate statues basically like... America's original participation trophies. <laughs> and I thought that <laughs> I have honestly thought from all the whining that I hear from all the old farts that aren't they against giving millennials participation trophies? So why are you clinging on to right. these participation yeah, wouldn't, trophies? Wouldn't, wouldn't participation trophy just remind the kid that he was in Little League. How else is he going to remember he was in Little League if he doesn't have that participation trophy to look at to remind him? <laughs> you know? It's, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, I don't, I don't get, I don't support destroying the statues. Put them in a museum. Yeah, I'm fine with them. I, I, well, honestly, I personally don't care if they get destroyed. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It doesn't, it does not. It doesn't. It doesn't upset me that they're being defaced or whatever. How? Because look at what they did to. Wasn't it like Mussolini's statue? And if you ask all these people about that, they're okay with that though, because you know they they're they're okay with like fascist leaders being destroyed. Well, how come? How come in Germany? Everybody still knows about Hitler. There's no statues of him there. Right? Why is it? Why is it possible there? Well, I mean, we could also argue that maybe that's an education factor. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We could argue. <laughs> you know, maybe Germany had it, had it right. They had that wall. And maybe we need to do that here because everything's so divided. We'll put, put the wall, East America, West America, you know, and all the liberals go to one side, all the conservatives go to the other side. Yeah, but how do you do it? That wouldn't be fair, though, because it seems like our liberal places are, like, where there's coast. Yeah, we have all the water. It's almost like, yeah, when you're, if you're by water, your mind works better. <laughs> I think that's true, because I feel better when I'm around water. So do I. Yeah. I feel better when there's sand in my toes, 
you know, margarita by my side and the water, I can hear the water, you know, it does something. I think, I really believe, I mean, all that other stuff aside, I really believe that we, I mean, if people would more learn that we belong to this planet, this planet does not belong to us, then they would appreciate it more and they would be more in tune with, I mean, there's a reason why we're here. There's a reason why, there's a reason to all of this. I don't know what that reason is, but there is Who one. Knows? And you would think, you know, I remember after 9-11, you know, everybody for just a few weeks, we all came together. We all got along. Yeah, it lasted two weeks, just like you said. It yeah. was like, oh, and you know, back what, to being assholes. Where, where is that, you know, that respect the flag thing? You know, then everybody just... Just let them fly off their cars, and they had little American flags and ditches everywhere. Do you remember that? I know. Because we all had our that. You know, remember that we all had our little American flag on our car after that time. But you know, it's too bad that even with a COVID crisis, we can't get back to that sense of unity. And but now it's now I ain't gonna wear a mask. It may have something to do with our leader, like where we're not. Um, yeah, and I'm not even saying that as a Republican Democrat thing because look at who our leader was under 9/11. I mean, and people seem to still come together. Well, he had a very um, and it, it. I have a lot of criticism over him. Oh, but, I have a lot of criticism about that war too. But boy, it, I would take him any day right now. Oh, it, hands down. <laughs> Even though, yeah, he was he, not a great leader. He, he had a calming voice, though. Um, when something would go wrong, at least you could tune in and you'd be like, okay, I guess we're going to be okay. Right. Which we don't feel that now. I no. Watched any good movies lately? I did. Last night, I watched um, a documentary. It's available on Amazon. Amazon is fully in support. I don't agree with them on other things, but this one I do. They're fully in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. So they are, they, if you're a Prime member and you go on to the Amazon um, Prime app on your smart TV, you can, you have the ability to watch a lot of great black films and black um, documentaries. Uh, I recently watched, it's called Freedom Summer, and it's kind of the real story. Like I had talked about earlier, I'd watched Mississippi Burning when I was a kid. So it's the real story about that movie. Like it, there was a bunch of kids from universities in the north <laughs> that um, came down to help People in Mississippi. Mississippi and, and was having like a real problem right then. Was this about nineteen sixty four. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Being being able to vote in Mississippi, being able to even register to vote in Mississippi. So all these students had came down and kind of made it their mission to help out to help black people get the right to vote. All they wanted to do was vote. Like and they were so warm and welcoming to these students the students had to stay with with um the different black families there and um 
that's what the students had commented on. They're like, they're like, they found it so great that the courage of the folks there, they knew that they could be retaliated against and they still welcomed their homes to the students, took them in. They sat around and they're like, and the students were saying it was just so wonderful to sit around and have meals together and talk and, and just be loving and supporting with other people who want, they only want the same things that everyone else wants out of life. They want to raise their children. They want to have a safe, healthy environment to raise their children. They want the right to vote. They want to do all the same things that you want to do. Right. And, you know, to this day, we still have that going on. And this is, you know, subject for another time is... Voter suppression. Voter suppression. It's real, okay? It's not the fraudulent vote by mail that is a real problem. Um, and, you know, we'll have to have more statistics on that. You know, that's, that's a subject for another time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we get into other things. We get, get into um, disarming cartoon characters and, um, you know, companies rebranding themselves and, God, just see people so outraged, outraged about Aunt Jemima syrup going away, you know. And when, when reality, the company's just getting with the time. And it's like, if it has the same great syrup taste that you always loved, why is it that you're like, I can't use it because they changed the name, like? So are you saying, no, I like the way that you stereotype black people. So I can't live without that. I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. Right. Because honestly, that's what you sound like. That's what you sound like to like normal people. Yeah, they, that's, what, that's how it comes off. And I don't think you they You sound see like that. an idiot. <laughs> you know, but of all the things to be outraged about what's going on in the world right now, what's going on in the country right now is that's what they choose to be mad about. And they, Pancake syrup. And, and they, they call us snowflakes. <laughs> we're, we're defending human rights over here, and we're snowflakes, but... You know, yeah, Which you I'm not going to lie, I took their snowflake thing and flipped it and reversed it on them. I actually like... I actually like calling myself a snowflake now because I'm like, you know what? Good. That means that I took it up as a symbol for anti-bullying. I know exactly what you guys are trying to do, and you are snowflakes are awesome. Like, but but how can how can people be all? They're one of the most beautiful things in nature. We need we're snowflakes. We need our safe spaces. We need participation trophies. Ooh, we go need to go hide at home under our beds because we're afraid of the coronavirus. You know, oh this and that. But how come at the same time? We're considered Antifa, where we're violent <laughs> thugs, and we're going to burn this city to the ground. Uh, I and you'll see the same thing come out of people's mouths one day to the next. One day we're violent, evil people, and the next day we're just pussies. You know what I think it is. Okay, I travel a lot, so I um. I, I research trips a lot and whatnot, and and anyone else who does it too knows exactly what I'm talking about. When you go onto a place, 
to like read the reviews of hotels. There are people who will bitch about the most insane, stupid, trivial crap. It's like, it's almost like if there is a heaven and they get there and they will find something they don't like about paradise and they will bitch about it. It's like when I'm reading those reviews, I want to know if if it's somewhat a safe area and if there's like bed bugs. Those are my those are my concerns, okay? These people are complaining like they didn't fold the towels in the bathroom to my specifications. It's like Okay, Karen. Yeah, you're like dude um, I'm sorry, are you part of the royal family? Or, I mean, you do realize that you're booking at a Motel 6. You're not booking at, like, maybe you should, like, splurge then and go to a Ritz-Carlton. If if you're looking for perfection, Yeah. calm down. Yeah, I mean, Motel 6 is like the McDonald's of hotels. And I've come to the conclusion... Well, well it's Motel. It's in the name. <laughs> right. I've come to the conclusion that these people... There's something more serious and psychological going on with them. They're they're obviously miserable in life people, so they're no matter what, nothing is going to make them happen because they have problems with themselves. Right. They will never be happy. And it's with know, them though. It starts yeah, with them. Yeah. Well, I kinda wish we had Google reviews about heaven. Because <laughs> how disappoint how disappointed are they going to be when they get there and they actually see the skin color of Jesus? That, and they see... Like, I'm never coming here again. <laughs> <laughs> and they also... Do you wonder... Do you sometimes wonder if they'd be like, um, I've decided I'd rather go to that other place. I would like to complain, and I realize that it, it's going to be hot there, but I think I'd rather be there. <laughs> How come there's no Confederate flags around here? And aren't they going to be really upset when they see what all the people look like there? Because it's going to be pretty multiracial down there, or up there, excuse me. Look, this isn't, this isn't why I paid for it when I came here. Can I be moved? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Yeah, we've got a place that's a yes. lot warmer for you. Yeah. Do you, Are you a do, fan do, of saunas? Do, do you prefer the bottom floor? Or ovens? Yeah. You know? All right. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this up, the first episode. And, um, you know, it's Father's Day weekend. So you want to say anything to your dad? Uh, happy Father's Day, Dad. I already bought him a present and sent it to him. Oh. And uh, to my dad, um, no longer here, but hey, you'd be proud of me. I'm, like doing something I actually uh, enjoy. So we'll see. Oh, and MJ, happy Father's Day to you too. Yeah, You're a you. father. Yes, I am. And yeah, two very uh, progressive kids. Do you Even have more progressive than I am? Oh, right. Yeah. Do you have fun plans with them? No, not this weekend. Don't want to get the corona. Right. I know. It's everywhere. It's it's rampant here. That's an episode, another episode for another day. But anyway, guys, thanks for checking us out. And um, you know, this one's a little bit heavy. We're gonna try to be f- a little lighthearted as we can. I guess we had a little fun on this one, though. We did. Yeah. Look, we can make we can make racism funny, yeah, but not all the time. 
But hey, stay safe, everybody. Peace, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.